All right, cool. Um, welcome. This is Kids from the Black Hole. My name is Anthony Dugan. My name is Emilia Guadarrama. So, Emilia, how are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. How are you? Oh, good. Thank I you. I mean, you know, they, life is a little strange, but yeah. I'm surviving. Yeah. Mm. That's exactly why I was telling you earlier, that's exactly why I hit you all up. To, to do this because we were talking about this for a while and then yeah it was real I don't even know how it came up honestly yeah that mirror no it was at P's birthday yeah, dinner yeah P's thing um because a long time ago Ricky our producer um he was like hey um I'm doing podcast stuff hit me up if you want to do podcast stuff I'm like cool and you've been on my podcast I've been, and you got a taste oh yeah yeah taste, taste. um <laughs> For everyone who's listening who doesn't know, because it's probably everyone, um, <laughs> Am- Amelia is one half of the K-Fabe K- Queens, yeah. um, a wrestling podcast, yeah. which is great. That's all they, right. They, <laughs> it's above average, I'd say. <laughs> I, I hope um, so. No, they, they talk about wrestling, um, yeah. ins and outs, her and Al. Yeah, Al. Yeah. K-Fabe Al. K-Fabe Al. So, so yeah, you were on our show mm-hmm. once, and that was fun. Yeah. And yeah. you present the idea of doing this. Exactly. And, and it, at, at first when you mentioned it, it sounded like one of those things of like... I might have been drunk, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I Actually, I was. Yeah, I was, I was drunk. And then that's when I have my best ideas, I think. Mm. Well, I might be drunk now, but <laughs> I'm half a Moscato in, so... Oh, me too. <laughs> but, but yeah, because um, we, we talked about it and it sounded like one of those things I was like, oh, that's cool, but we'll never do it. Yeah. And like, then, you know what would be cool if we had a podcast where we just talk about Weezer? Exactly. Because there's songs that I haven't heard. There's al- whole albums that I just stopped listening. <laughs> like, I just, I stopped listening to Weezer after the Green Album. Yes, because you're, you're an OG I'm fan. a purist. Yeah. <laughs> because. Say that. Not to out your age, but you've been around yeah. Weezer since day when one, Yeah, when the right? Blue Album came out, I was like a little teeny bopper, like 13, 14 and Buddy Holly, like, was a, a, an awakening, like an <laughs> aha moment as a kid. Mm. And I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, this is what I like. Um, and this is around the time that my friends are listening to, like, Rancid mm-hmm. and Green Day. And I was like, Weezer's more my speed. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I don't feel like, because I'm not punk enough to be into those bands, mm-hmm. but I could do Weezer. And it fit. And I remember telling my friend, she was like, so, like, who's your favorite band? And I was like, Weezer. And she's like... Yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> and so that worked out. You didn't have to ask. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I'm in my mid to late 30s now. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. I cared about Weezer a lot. Mm-hmm. Pinkerton's release was, like, huge to me. <laughs> oh, that's insane. We, on our, if we have a Pinkerton episode, we need to talk about if that. And, if or when. If and when. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so you've been around since day one. Um, well, not necessarily, more, but but there, less, yeah. Like, I almost got like a membership card. I just couldn't find a picture I wanted to send because uh, I look like a baby. Because <laughs> they would they would send you a laminated like Weezer mm-hmm. club card, and uh, I knew someone who had one. I was so jealous. I was so sad that I never got one because all my pictures were like from sixth grade. <laughs> now I kind of regret not sending my picture in because I could have had like this. Little kid on a yeah. Weezer card. Because you look... The you, Weezer Rebel Alliance. Yeah, you look young now. Because you're <laughs> yeah. in your mid, mid-30s, but you hang out with a lot of mid-20-year-olds. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and like... So. <laughs> and I blend. No, you blend. I like to think. So, yeah, yeah I really, those are some big regrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rebel Weezer Alliance. And then I was yeah. a big Star Wars fan, too. Mm-hmm. So it just all made sense. Yeah. And you, um, I, what's your era? I... I started being a Weezer fan pretty late in the game because mm-hmm. I, I got into all the punk stuff like 
um, like my my music taste went from like ska to like <laughs> like middle school hard rock, so like ACDC and stuff, and yeah. then like Ramones, and yeah. then from that it just kind of exploded to like uh. Green Day, Misfits, Sex Pistols, right, everything, right, right. and. And just like, You're like deep, this whole world of punk opened yeah, to you. Exactly. So I deep dove into punk <laughs> and then my senior year of high school, um, or junior junior year, junior year, senior year, listened to Weezer. I was like, Yeah, oh shit, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Actually on my seventeenth birthday, the two CDs I bought myself for my birthday was Sublime's Greatest Hits. Oh wow. <laughs> and Weezer. <laughs> uh, Weezer the Blue Not Album. Not ashamed to say it. Not uh, ashamed. I kinda out myself too. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know. uh, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I mean, I, I remember in high school, oh gosh, it had to be maybe my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Weezer came to Fresno with Oasis, or not in Fresno, it was like Visalia or somewhere. And my classmate knew I, w- I liked Weezer. We were not friends, but he knew I liked Weezer and was <laughs> like, My mom's taking me to go see Oasis. Weezer's going to be there. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yes. And then I thought, Oh, my family would never let me go. Because it was a dude. Oh, <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't go. Mm-hmm. And, and I was really sad because that was my only chance to see them with Matt. Because then after that, Matt was gone. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. But then when they reunited in like 2000, they came with Mikey, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I got to see them then. And then I got to see Matt do his solo stuff like shortly after. Was it rentals or Matt? It's just Matt Sharp. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I never got to see the rentals either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just from being an introvert and being a really weird kid or yeah. shy kid, I never really got to see them. I always wanted to, but I didn't get to. Yeah. But now as an adult, I mean, I've already seen them a few mm-hmm. times, so I feel okay about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some unresolved feelings. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into the topic of today. Yes. You have sort of a um, Matt story about him. Uh, well, no. Like, I can't even say... When he came to Fresno, um, I took my rental CD and mm-hmm. George, the drummer for Sci-Fi mm-hmm. Caper. Oh yeah, so um, she's in a band called Sci-Fi Caper. I'm in a band called Sci-Fi Caper. They're great. If you like Weezer, you'd like. Them. And if, so I've known George since like 2001 too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to go see him, and he had a friend who was a big Weezer and Rentals fan, and she drew. She had like a painting of him. She made oh, a portrait sick. of him. And she became friends with him, and apparently he was kind of, like, a little too creepy with her. And mm. I remember, like, hearing from someone that she had said, like, you should never meet your idols. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, something happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, speculation. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I was just too shy to go meet him. So mm-hmm. George took my CD and told him, like, hey, my friend over there wants you to sign this for her. <laughs> so he drew a little face on it and Aww. gave me a head nod. And I was like, wow. That's so cute. that's that's my Matt Sharp story. I never met him. <laughs> never <laughs> just that's waved at him from yeah. far away oh, i'm so embarrassed so that's but yeah i heard he was a little a little creepy weepy yeah. i mean most most of those dudes i think kind of are yeah that's that's the rough thing <laughs> yeah yeah <See>. anyway yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so kind of the reason why i wanted the, the topic what's topic? the topic of today um Songs from the black hole. Yeah. We got a picture of the black hole. Now I guess we got songs. Now we know what a black we, hole looks like. We know what it looks like. We know now what it sounds now like. Now we know what it sounds like. Well, now I know because I'll be full disclosure, as big of a Weezer fan as I claim to be, I've really barely heard all of these songs comp- compiled together because mm-hmm. I didn't buy whatever, you know, what is it? 
It, I just, yeah. like I said, I stopped listening after the Green Album. I stopped paying attention. I wasn't on the forums. Mm. I wasn't on the, you know, groups anymore. I was like, oh, I cut Weezer out of my <laughs> life. Nothing. Nothing. I ain't digging this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, when, when the, what was the one after the Green Album? Um, uh, <sighs> this was one of the, the thank you. Yeah, okay. So I listened yeah. to it and I was like, wow, I don't like this because i i know what it looks like i know what the word looks like mm. i had no idea how to say it <laughs> thank you Ricky. that was gonna be one of the things i would have researched for this if I, did any research. I think it's good that we do this raw yeah let, let the information spew from out the dome. <laughs> from the dome so yeah okay so after that and then i guess this was released in some form i don't know i didn't do my um, research i did light <clears throat> light research yeah as far as songs from songs of from the black hole go um some of the songs came from, um, I assume leaks. I'm, I assume yeah. a bunch of leaks. Um, some of them are from Weezer or Rivers's alone um, albums, mm. and then some of them are from the Pinkerton Deluxe Edition. Okay, which, is which I didn't get. Oh. Maybe I should go invest oh, in that. So good. Okay, well, clearly it moves you. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, I really had no idea, but like I, we were discussing this earlier, in like '99 or so, I was all up in Napster, mm -hmm. just digging and digging for whatever Weezer content I could get. And the only thing I got were like B-sides, you know, yeah. and like, you know, Paperface or something. And then I wasn't really getting much. I think Goat Punishment was happening around this time, oh, too. Oh, okay. So a and bunch so, of like really low, lo-fi yeah, covers. I had no idea that this was even a concept, but that, that just goes to show the kind of fan I am, too, where I don't really dig too much, you know, it, like it has to really cross my path. For me to get it. Yeah. Um, but the B-sides, I, I really scrambled to find, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I knew songs like I just threw out the love of my dreams and devotion. Yeah. Um, because they were B-sides. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I really had no idea like about Blast Off or anything. And I don't know when those came out until you said like, oh, maybe. Yeah, Blast Off, I think, was on Alone One. Okay. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, for those who don't know... Um, the um, songs from Black Hole, that's a um, concept album that Rivers was writing. It was going to be the second yeah, some um, album for, second some album for Weezer. Um, he, he got a bunch of demos done, pretty much the story done. And then I've heard different, different stories of why he gave it up. Mm. Some people blame Matt because he was doing the rental stuff yeah. with a bunch of keyboard mm. and and. Rivers was like, oh, I want synth too. And yeah, which you hear a little. Ex exactly. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I can't do synth no more. And Who knows, really? Yeah. Um, others was, I've also read that he was like, oh, this is just goofy. I'll just write an yeah. actual album. Yeah, because um, yeah, it sounds like he was maybe being really hard on himself. Like, I have to make something serious because he didn't feel like a yeah. serious musician. Exactly, you know? yeah. Which is so crazy because those songs were so important to me but uh -huh. you know Rivers is like trying to impress I guess people in the music industry I don't know yeah. not like 14 oh. year old girls <laughs> well that's if you, we'll cross the sea that's yeah, we'll get there but, at some um, point <laughs> yeah that's kind of a I feel like a theme with the whole um, Weezer career it, I feel like from the first album up until now it it's shaped a lot by his perception of what people are going to think about it. Yeah. Cause he came to, um, cause he even had like that whole like breakdown where they were like, he was having his Brian Wilson moment yeah. where he just kind of, you know, isolated himself. Yeah. You know, it was like, exactly. he was really, I guess he took himself way too seriously. Yeah. I don't know, but we don't know. Unlike, Lin, uh, what's her name? Um, from SNL. <laughs> what's 
she say she knew? What oh, we Leslie. Knew? Yeah, Leslie. Uh, Rivers, she knows what Rivers was feeling. <laughs> we don't. Because, like, he came to L.A. as a metalhead. He was going to. Yeah, that's like, right. I'm going to I'll be this metal god of the yeah. Sunset Strip. And then he hung <laughs> no. out with. Uh, well, he was working at Tower Tower Records, I believe. And all his, all his co-workers were listening to, like, Sonic Youth and, mm-hmm. like, Beach Boys and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so. So. Feels like from like record one, he he was like, okay, this is what real musicians like. Let me write music like that. Yeah. And then, um, I feel like the perception was that they were like this this goofy band of like quirky songs. Mm. And when he he meant for it to be a lot more serious. Yeah. And so that's where you get. So I can see where that comes from. Like, I want to be taken seriously. Yeah. I'm gonna write a space opera. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But because they're nerds. Like the whole thing with Weezer was like you had to be a Star Wars fan to uh-huh. even be in the band, you know? So Um You wanna run through the story real fast? Yeah, let's uh, run through it. Okay. So characters. So it's the Jonas. Ye- Jonas. Mm-hmm. A lot his of homeboys. His homeboys. Um uh, was it one one I think Maria's Wando, oh. oh Wando and And no Dondo and Dondo and Oh, what's his name? Something with a W. w. <laughs> anyway, so he's got him, his bros, this girl named uh, Maria, mm-hmm. uh, other girl. Let me see. Girl's name. It's with the L. Uh, what's is it name? like Laurel? Or? Laurel, yes, it's okay. Laurel. Okay, so so yeah, it's it's him and his crew going mm-hmm. to to a planet because it's gonna be sucked up by a black hole. Yes. And so they're Juan going... and Dondo. That's oh, okay. It is. Okay. Juan and Dondo. And and so um I don't know how they were gonna save a planet from getting sucked into a black <laughs> It was hole. a mission. They were going on a mission. But they're gonna do it. And so But they were stoked because there was gonna be two hot the hottest hot... babes they've seen all year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, but it sounds like Jonas was already hooking up with Maria before. Dude, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... It, yeah, it sounds like they had a thing. They, there was the, Something was already there. Yeah. The story is set up where Maria was already there, and she yeah. was like, who you calling a bitch? Yeah, who... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she hates Juan and Dondo. Uh-huh. <laughs> they act like they, they know they got a big dick. Yeah, <laughs> Dondo does, at least. <laughs> it's, yeah, and so... So they might might have some past before, but it sounds jo- like there's jo- history. Jonas is like, I don't know. <laughs> hey I'm man, like, I'm, I'm just trying to hook I, up. <laughs> I like I like doing you, but I don't want to lead you on. I already and, told you I don't want to be your boyfriend. And then she's like, come on, and he's like, okay. And I so know. They you do know, it. he can't run that fast. Exactly. She was chasing him, and he couldn't run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> and so they smash. Um, <laughs> And then he's like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah. Um, I mean, he, it does sound like in the song that he feels bad. Yeah. Because he knows that what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. But he's it, still doing it Oh, anyway. no, it's not for me. And Laurel, so Laurel is his super friend? Yeah, Laurel's the super <laughs> friend. He's like, like, yo, Laurel, I'm sad. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then they hook up, too? Yeah. <laughs> and so nine months it's, passes. It's a, it's a whirlwind. Yes. Nine months passes. Nine months pass. There you go. Um... And we'll get into the song, song by song, but 19 days late means, uh-oh, something's up. Ooh. Maria starts saying she's 19 days late. Right, I never got that because I had no context of yeah. what the uh, song is about. Uh-huh. Um, so hearing Rivers sing it was one thing. Mm-hmm. My mind was blown when I was hearing it in like Rachel Haddon's voice mm-hmm. going, what? <laughs> she's pregnant, yeah. baby? So, so, so he, then nine she's, months later. She's knocked up. Um, 
and then okay this is where the story starts getting fuzzy for me uh-huh. it does he try to make it work with her again? And I then... okay, because I've been listening to it all morning. To be okay. honest, uh, I had it in the background while I'm doing things, and yeah, it sounds like there's like, oh wow, I have a baby, she's my blood, whatever, yada yada. Yeah. So now he's like, okay, you know, devotion it was like yeah. you waited for me. You know, these are uh. such good songs. Oh my god, and then um, and then it sounds like Laurel is I just threw out my love, the love of my dreams. Yeah. So she's like, wait, I was just fucking around. Oh, sorry, messing around. No, no, no we we cuss. <laughs> and now give she a threw all the love. Heck. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, heck. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so then it comes to like I think he does wish or feel. He starts to really uh-huh. let, allow himself to feel for Maria. Yeah. Um, but. But. Um, he finds out somehow. It's kind of vague how he finds out, but he finds out that she was messing with one of the friends. Oh, I didn't catch that oh, part. Oh, um, the, the, um, what oh. is this I find? Oh, yeah. I, which one of us do you best friends? Mm. And left it. But she also says that he was there for her. When she realized that Jonas didn't want anything exactly. to do with her, so exactly. So it's kind of like, well, what the? What so did kind you of expect? kind of a dick move on the friends, but still, what, come on, come on. <laughs> I know. Um, and so that's that's where he's like, like fuck it, um, I'm gonna stay on this plan. You guys just go, <laughs> even though he's the captain. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know. It's, it's but, <laughs> let's okay. just say. Wait, so, how does it end again? Like, uh, what is the ending? Uh, long time sunshine, right? Oh yeah, long. It's time. so. Th- oh, it's all these different yeah. vocals, kind of co- coming together in exactly. the end. Yeah. Okay. Well. So. So that's according the story. though to, I guess Rivers. It was like a metaphor uh-huh. for his like new life yeah. as a quote unquote rock star. Rockstar, yeah. So that's kind of what it was supposed to be about, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah like he's going on this it. amazing trip yeah. with his friends, doing something he's always wanted to do. And then it turned out to not be what he thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what his journey was. And yeah. that's his in between the Blue Album and Pinkerton. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. And he did have that whole mil- mental breakdown thing going exactly. on too. So um, in the songs, he also talks about like wanting to go to a, a good school in the, uh-huh. on the East Coast. And so he went to Harvard. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah, whole thing's a big metaphor. It is a big and, metaphor. Hmm. Mm. Huh. So, uh, but it is a fun story to listen to because the first time I heard it, my mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, a minute, what? what? Wait, what's what? going on? What is happening?" Yeah, so, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It was fun to like discover uh, as an old fan, mm. like finding something new to fall in love with again yeah. with Weezer because I had really given up on Weezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Even though I saw them last year. <laughs> and they put on a great show. Uh-huh, of course. Of course. Yeah. I, I fell in love with the album um, when I was in college, um, living out a lot of the stuff that he's singing about, oh, which is fun and awful wow. and all that. Um, it was a narrative to your yes. life. And Woo. so, um, be- yeah, it all lined up at it's such a weird point mm. um, because all the all the demos were getting released officially, mm-hmm. and that's when I found out that this was a thing. And so that's yeah. when I put together my own little version of it, and just listening to it, I was like, "Shit, I'm going through all of this right now." <laughs> Damn, Rivers is really speaking to because yeah, right not now. not to um, put put my experience experiences on Rivers, but the, we could get into <laughs> it more later. But this sounds like. The writing sounds like someone who's very inexperienced with sex, mm. um, especially since like 
I feel like a very paranoid thing for someone who's just starting to have sex is um, is getting pregnant immediately. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> like, so that that's kind of what tells me. <laughs> it gives you a glimpse. Yeah. Perhaps. And it could maybe. be just, just little, little virgin me, college me putting my, myself on him. Yeah. But, but like yeah, I, as a avatar. Yeah. But your, like every song. Or Jonas is your avatar. Every song I was just like, oh shit, that that's me right now. Oh shit. I did that. Oh shit. Damn. Yeah. How did he know? Yeah. It, it was eerie as a, as a youngster. And it yeah. Was, but it was nice to have. <laughs> you like appreciated like, it. Like, like I kind of needed man. this. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt as a, a young fan, because I, I think I've said this before on even um, a podcast with Ricky, our producer, Ricky, mm-hmm. uh, about like identifying with a lot of the songs, uh-huh. even though they're written from a male perspective. Yeah. Um, I felt like a big creep as a kid, like a, as a teenager in high school, like I felt weird and gross uh-huh. and like. I'm that weird, gross guy. <laughs> oh, how funny. Yeah. So I really, that's what I gravitated towards yeah. Weezer so much. Cause it was like, I feel like an awkward nerd and like, I'm just crushing on dudes all the time and they have like, they're not going to give me the time of day. So stuff like that. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. I identify. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when like I hear B sides and stuff like that, like devotion and I threw out the love of my dreams. Those were like, Oh my God, these songs are so important to mm-hmm. me. I love them. So it, I was really happy that I had never heard this before because maybe if I had heard it before, I wouldn't feel as like excited about them as mm-hmm. I do now. Because even though I've heard a, f- a handful of those songs over and over and over, they were kind of reborn. Yeah, like in yeah. my in, in the story. Yeah. yeah, and nice. especially hearing them from like different. Because uh, the lyrics are different. They changed the lyrics a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it, they make so much more sense now. Yeah. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I have a Whereas question for didn't you. Before. Um, in the alternate universe where he cleaned this up and released it as a full album, mm-hmm. what do you think the reception would have been? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, <sighs> honestly, I don't think. It would have been well received. Do you th- I don't know. Uh, maybe more, more. Maybe it would have been better received over Pinkerton. Yeah. Because Pinkerton, for some reason, at its release, was not received very well. Yeah. People were really shitting on it, mm-hmm. and it was actually really great. And then it took a few years for people to go, "Oh, my bad. That my was bad. actually really good." You know. And it's like, I maybe it, it would have been a little bit more successful. Yeah. Because it still it had like it still had the feel of the blue album a little bit. Yeah. With like the funness of it, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, this is kind it of went, the bridge yeah. between the two. It is the bridge and it and it's a little bit lighter, whereas Pinkerton went dark. Yeah. So that that's the thing. It might have been a better like transition. Yeah, I I think I think it would have been better received. Yeah. Um, I I'm glad they came out with Pinkerton instead of this. Yeah. Um, but um, like the I, way things ended up working out. Yeah, I think it worked out okay better with. in the end. <laughs> yeah. I think in the moment though, it would have been better received because like like I said, Agreed. they were already seen as this quirky band. Yeah. So it's like, oh, of course these nerds would write about space. Right. Um, <laughs> it was to be expected. Uh, less mentions of half Japanese girls, which I think helped, well, it was a little jarring the, for people. At- the public. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, 18-year-old Japanese girls, I guess. So he says. So he says. So he, says. So he claims. He, he just threw that in to save himself. I know. <laughs> um, did you want to go song by song? 
Uh, we could, but to be like, I'm still a little cloudy, like on, well, actually we could because I've listened to it all morning, but I listened to tracklist one. That's the one that's on YouTube. Oh, interesting. And you were saying that is more of like a fan made, um, no, not to meet like a narrative or, um, the version of, uh, songs of the black hole I've been listening to. It's like the first thing that pops up when you write songs of the black hole into YouTube. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it's all the rivers demos. It's all the, um. Weezer demos, and then there's little chunks and little bridges that are fan made. Yeah. Which sound oh, great. Oh, that is um, interesting. I think the project was called Operation Space Opera, uh, uh, and it's great. Is it then? I don't know if that's the one I was listening to, but um, when I'm looking at Tracklist One, that's the one I listened to all morning, and then there's Tracklist Two, and that's the one that um, Rivers put together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks more like skimmed down, yeah. you know? Um, oh, man. Yeah, there's some good songs. Okay, let's just talk about the songs then. Let's just talk about what's your favorite one off of there. Favorite one? Like, um, favorite top three. I, I already know mine because they were the ones I heard a lot of times. But Okay, I know top one, Long Time Sunshine. Oh. Just because, like, as a little little young man going through, like, all this really going through like relationship drama and all uh-huh. that i felt that hard oh um and plus like knowing the story of it now it, it takes a darker turn because the the planet he's on is getting eaten by the sun yeah so he's just chilling he's like okay i'll mm. die in the sun <laughs> so that's it's that really brings sad it, because <laughs> and the original version of the lyrics the last um the last verse is like sometimes i want to um Get in a car, close my eyes, and drive real fast. That's, mm. that's a suicide attempt. <laughs> and so, and um, he, they did a really good um, version of it on the NPR um, Tiny Desk. Uh, did you see that? No. They, they did an acoustic version what? of Long Time Ocean, Long Time Sunshine on <gasps> NPR. Did you see? Oh, it's sick. I gotta see it. It's super good. Um, yeah. Um, it is. It is. It's a you know melancholy type uh-huh. song for sure. What's your favorite song? Um, oh, I think <laughs> "Waiting on You" is one of my favorite. Yeah, I love "Waiting on You." Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice and slow. It's so sad. <laughs> oh, it's oh, full of heartbreak, yeah. and I'm all about that. Word. So, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, "Waiting on You," and it's so weird. Oh my gosh! So listening to "Waiting on You," I was like 18, mm-hmm. and. I felt like I ad- identified with that song, like really, but from a different perspective. Yeah. And then listening to it now, what, like 18 years later, um, and it's still the same song? No, it's not. It's sung by Maria now. Uh-huh. No, wait, is it? Um, I think in the story it's supposed to be sung by um, Yeah, Maria. it's sung by yeah. Maria. And it. I'm like more connected to that song than I was then. Yeah. So it's it's really weird, but it's it's really cool to have like, like I said, renewed feelings about it because it's like, Oh yeah, I loved this song for these reasons. Then now I love it even more for the reasons now, you know? So waiting on you, like just listening to the record over and over and over this morning, I was like, that's the one that always pops up. Uh Um, cause I just threw out the love of my dreams was one of my favorites for a really long time. Yeah. Like Joyce Manor even covers it. Right. Uh, no, no, they do. They uh, do. Um, you gave your love to me. You gave your love to me softly. That's right. And, I have an interesting story about that. Oh, um, do tell. When they played Fresno, oh, um, spoiler alert, we're in Fresno, California right now. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. When we... A different black hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
When we played, Fre- or when we, when Joyce Manor played Fresno. Oh, you're a Joyce Manor. Yeah, oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Falling in love again. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, when, when Joyce Manor played Fresno for Catacomb Party, Catacomb Party was this um, free festival in downtown Fresno. Pretty sweet event. Uh, me and my girlfriend were watching Joyce Manor. Um, some random dude grabs the butt of my girlfriend. <gasps> And so the whole rest of the show, I'm like b- behind him, like swatting his hands away from like, <laughs> like stop touching her. Like, no, not even her, her. Like other girls, oh he, god, he like kind of reach out for other girls, and he was like so wasted that I would like legit grab his arms and pull him back. Yeah, and he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so you need to get that guy out of there. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, that's when they covered. Um, you threw, or you gave your love to me yeah, softly. Yeah, you gave your love to me softly. And I was like, shit, <sighs> shit my song. favorite band is playing my other my- favorite band song. <laughs> and I got to watch this creep. Mm. Make sure you ain't groping people. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That so, sucks. So I had to give him a stern talking to after uh, the show. Yeah. Kind of shook him a little bit. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, another fa- What's another favorite for you? Uh, um, let me see. I'm going to try to pick something that is new to me. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh gosh, I, it's hard for me to remember. Um, let me think. Because I feel like the whole t- beginning, like the first six, yeah, the first six songs are really good. Yeah. Because it's really telling you the story of like how Jonas is just trying to like have a good time, mm-hmm. and Maria is clearly having like having feelings for him and wants to be in love with him and have yeah. him be in love with her. And then you know Laurel being introduced into the picture and she knows about it and. So that I think just I could just see the first half of it. Mm-hmm. I'm really into because I'm yeah. I'm just really like the whole story. It's like cheese man, you know, and like gossip. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, yeah. oh my god, she could hear them. Oh no, you know. So it's like really yeah, dramatic. It, yeah, it's super dramatic. It's super and dramatic, and it makes like your that. heart like do weird things. You're like, oh no, I feel so bad for them. But also like Jonas told her he doesn't want it to be in a really, but he's showing, you know, so you have like these conflicted yeah. feelings and, and it makes me feel a lot of things at the beginning. The uh-huh. end of it, you know, is all right. It's yeah. Yeah. Cool, it it is a stronger, I care more about the beginning of yeah. the first, stronger like, story, first five, uh, six songs. Yeah. Yeah. Stronger story in the front. I think I like the songs a little better in the back. Oh, yeah, um, well, we're two different like era fan too. Exactly. So it makes yeah. sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about you? Uh, one song. Uh, what's I? Let me think. Um, let's see. I. I think "Blast Off." I really like "Blast Off." Is Ma- fun mainly because of <clears throat> just relating to it. I like kind of a common theme through my life is like she's dope and hot. And I know this isn't going to work. Aww. And so that that's kind of what like drove like my love for um, the black hole. Ah, I was see. that that was just a common theme of like, she's really nice and I like hanging out with her. And she's down to do stuff. And <laughs> I know this isn't going to work out. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, like. The B-sides are definitely sentimental, though. So listening to it, my favorite things were like, oh, here comes Devotion. Yes. Uh, Waiting on you. Hell yeah. These are my songs. I know every word. But then I'm like, I don't know every word. This is song by a different person now. Yeah. You know? Oh, my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yes. (laughs) Did you think I had them listed? Yeah, I thought you had them listed. (laughs) No, I have it on my phone. I'm I'm looking it up right now. I'm on Weezerpedia. 
so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's fun. And I think, I don't know when I told you, but I was like, Hey, I just listened to the songs from the black hole. And you're like, what? You barely listened to <laughs> Yeah. I was, like, I was very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Cause again, I stopped caring. I stopped buying the records. <laughs> um, but you know, the tickets were really cheap when they played last year. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to that. <laughs> um, anyway, Tired of Sex. I love that song. Um, <laughs> That's from that made it onto Pinkerton. Made it onto Pinkerton. Yeah. Um, oh, I would imagine that Why Bother would be something. Uh, it's gonna kill when you desert me. Yeah, but to be real, I've always felt. Because I, I I don't know I'm yeah. into why bother I, I I like why bother but I never really connected with it only because um, I think that song points the other person as kind of the aggressor oh, like you're gonna hurt me yeah it's, I think I've always related like with more of the guiltless like, oh, oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna shoot hurt you. okay I'm on the other page then yeah. for that one I'm on the other page it's gonna kill when I desert you oh that's the, so sad I feel yeah. so bad for you. <laughs> can't tell if that's sarcastic <laughs> oh for you breaking oh, everyone's heart you. oh yeah. wow <laughs> um one thing i want to talk about okay um like I th- there's a theme in this this album that and which i think is a theme in early weezer mm. of the idea of a good girl oh like, like because last last off is she's actually a yeah good she's girl. actually a good girl and um, like his two friends are just bad mouthing her like yo the, Look at that hot bitch, and he's like, she's actually she's a, a hoe. Girl. Um, oh yeah, he, <laughs> he yeah, called that's her a hoe. That's something I, I didn't realize until very recently. It was that, it made me raise an eyebrow, like that, what? A cheap hoe. A cheap yeah, hoe. Um, because first the, of all, how does he even the, know? Yeah, because Jonas is like, like uh, she's, she's actually, actually a good, good girl. girl, and then Wando. Yeah, I think it's Wando. Or, no, it's Dondo. Oh, Don, oh, because she Dondo's one she doesn't like. Oh, Juan and Dondo. Okay, so Dondo is Wando. like. Hey, she might be a cheap hoe. Yeah. Yes. Um, Whatever, Dondo. What a jerk. The thing with that is I, I'm... Because it comes up a lot, I feel like, in Blast Off. The idea of, like, a good girl. Yeah. And, um... I mean, it's still in music everywhere. Like, yes. Drake. You know? He used oh, to be a dude, good girl. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, it's this... Yeah, Hotline Bling is just this girl <laughs> glowing up without Drake. And Drake is like, oh, man. Like, like, so, it, you know, it's like she's actually like, a good girl. Like what, Drake? Your girlfriend finally turned 18? <laughs> Ew! Oh, um, man. You know what's funny? Joyce Manor, I love that band. Leather Jacket is very similar to um, oh. to Hotline Bling. And that yeah. it's, it's this girl glowing up and leaving her man behind. Yeah. Which I've been there and it sucks. So I'm not like hating. I mean, there's Joyce, that, that theme is everywhere. Scott Pilgrim. Like, uh, e- what is his name? Evie? She glows. Oh, yeah. She glows up and is like, bye, Scott. I'm a huge superstar now. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it's, that theme is everywhere. Yeah. But like the... The idea of a a good girl like comes up in blue with um with no one else, which is a song that I've yeah. always felt weird about. Cause it's it's a very fun song. About, it is fun. About like kind of a a shitty thing about like like I, I want a girl who only lasts for me. Yeah. Who doesn't hang out with anyone except for me. Yeah. And I know in interviews in the past he said like like, oh, this is about a dick. Yeah. Um and so it's it's hard because with music, um, 
it's kind of assumed that what what you're singing about you endorse. Oh, and yeah. And so I don't know if we're putting that unfair assumption on Rivers. Yeah, that's if, true. Or if, and what I think is actually going on is I think this is something that he legit feels, but also sees that it's kind of shitty. Yeah, like vocalizing it maybe helps him realize yeah. that. I don't know. Um, but but it also kind of if a girl's listening to it, she's like, oh, I can't. Oh, I have to just laugh at his jokes then. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And then she yeah. feels bad when he's like, why are you laughing at his jokes? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's nothing. He's yeah. just my friend. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it was fun. I'm glad you asked me to do this, though, because um, I had to do a little homework, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'd only heard it once before, and it was th- that you the first video that shows up on YouTube. Yeah. And and it, it was fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's I can't remember if I was stoned or not when I listened to it, but I felt like I was uh-huh. because it was like, what like, is this? Uh, <laughs> what is this I find? Am I right? <laughs> Holy whoa. Yeah, so <laughs> it was really fun. And then I was like, man, I should have been stoned listening to this. <laughs> Dang. But it, it's still really good and fun to listen to. Yes. Um, I don't know what more, what more could you say about it, though? I think because it was, we know that it, when it was written, when uh-huh. it was done. Uh-huh. I just didn't know when it was officially, I guess, a thing. Yeah. I, or when people knew about it. Yeah. And- yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much, where, where are we at time-wise? Uh, I think it's been like 40 minutes. Oh, that's okay. good. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, do you have any unresolved like feelings, feelings about it? Were there any songs that you were like, oh, I don't like this song? Oh, any songs I don't like. Come to my pod works in a story level, but musically, I, I, don't, I don't need them to do waltzes. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Um, it did still tell the story. Though. Yeah, it told the story. It kind of made it go mm-hmm. like, I mean, how could he resist not going to the pod? You know, Word. no one's going to know what they're doing in yeah. there. <laughs> it's kind of unfair to, you know, <laughs> Maria knows like he's not going to say no. Yeah. He's going to the pod. <laughs> Which is funny enough. Um, another common theme of my early dating life. was oh. like, I don't know about this. But I'm going to go anyway. I don't know. Come on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Rivers is pretty much writing your life. Exactly. <laughs> eh, you know, <laughs> I think it happens. Mm, anything but, else, any, my friend? <laughs> I don't know. Any closing thoughts for you? Anything you Closing like? thoughts? Um, no, I really just took a lot away from it, like, in the most positive way. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. And uh, it's been, it's just fun to have on in the background as I'm finding too, as I'm just kind of doing things around the house. Um, and then the melodies too are just so familiar, like, cause you can hear melodies from other songs in it and you're like, Oh, oh that yeah. inspired this song or something yeah. like that, you know? So it, it's just really fun. I like that kind of stuff. It's like Easter egg stuff. That's mm-hmm. not really an Easter egg cause it's right there. So mm-hmm. I know we're winding down. One thing I wanted to talk about though, mm. the song devotion. Yeah. It's a love song where he's talking shit about the girl for most of the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you'll always be my girlfriend. I'll always be your friend. Yeah. And like, <laughs> which, yeah, it's, once again, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. And he even like kind of, he's telling her these things, but also kind of putting Laurel down a little bit too. Yeah. Like she's not like you. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah, putting putting her down. Sorry about the mic. Um, putting her down, but 
but it's weird. Jonas same, is kind of Jonas is not a cool dude. Yeah, it, that's that's it's kind hard of a to root thing. for him. Yeah, um, because we've talked about this before. How um, how Pet Sounds is a lot like Weezer, in that Pet Sounds is kind of the the viewpoint of this like nerdy fuckboy mm. who's like, I might not always love you, <laughs> but when I do. <laughs> I can't live without you, like weird uh, stuff like that. And yeah. um, I, I think Pink Pinkerton is definitely like that. Uh, but Songs of Black Hole is like that's that too. Just life. Um, that, that is just yeah. life. That is just life, as it turns out. I have a question for you, kind of a life question. Oh, sprung from devotion. Um, mm. Do you see value in settling? Like, like his idea of, oh. of I can chase perfection, yeah, and get hurt, or I could be with someone that I'm happy with. Yeah, wow. I don't know. That's it's that's tricky, tricky because are they really happy, you know? Yeah. Um and then that goes into the question of like monogamy, really. Exactly. Um and like this belief that it is natural to not be monogamous and stuff like that, you know. I think it's just an individual person to person. For me, it sounds like it's not a good idea for Jonas to but they also have a child yes. now. So. Yeah. That's the trick thing. Um, but Maria obviously would be happy. Yeah. Um, the whole idea with like monogamy versus polyamory is interesting. Because I, I do see the idea of like, oh, humans aren't meant to be monogamous. Because mm. I mean, that the whole idea of um, of like the love chemical in your brain like shutting off after two years. Oh. And then it's mm. just like, oh, okay, so then you got to work on just being... Co- uh, like... Co- uh, Cohesive, no, not yeah, cohesive, like but you're you still love them, but it's not like the yeah. that weird, insane in love, like, yeah, like and it's weird how like we that our brains do that, yeah. And and I'm stealing from a Doug Stanhope joke, but um, <laughs> another problematic <laughs> but fun figure. Um, but he said that uh, monogamy is pretty much deciding that that this person's better than the greatest feeling in the world. Oh. Because, I, after, like I said, after two years, it's it's no no more of that crazy love chemical going yeah, through your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just Again, like, it could be an individual to individual sort of situation, yeah, too. Yeah, that, that's what Because you do meet people like. who are like, I feel exactly the same way. You don't know if they're being honest with themselves, but that's what they're saying, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who's, who are we to say? But yeah, with exactly, devotion, exactly. yeah, it's kind of like... Yeah, it's. I feel like it's not for me to say, honestly. Uh-huh. Yeah, know? Um, because no one wants to feel like they're settling, but yeah. also no one wants to feel like they might not have someone. Yeah, it's tricky because I've I've been in situations where where um, I've like stayed away from a relationship because I was like, oh, this isn't how I imagined this would go, mm. and then I went with someone who it was exactly how I imagined it go, and it like fizzled out in a really bad way yeah um it's i really like this chris rock quote is that you're never gonna fall you're never gonna find someone who loves wu-tang clan (laughs) in seinfeld so just find someone that you're happy with right (laughs) um yeah uh yeah he's a wise man it's it's a tricky situation because because you you want to chase something that you feel like is going to make you happy and that's it also, I mean, really think about it. Jonas is Jonas. Uh-huh. If it wasn't Maria and Laurel and you put two other people uh-huh. in there, is it the same situation, you know? See, that that goes back into the 
the idea that um, Jonas is very inexperienced when it comes to sex uh, is that he probably sees these only two yeah. as the only options. I mean, it's kind of like The Bachelor. You know, they put one dude and all these women, and this is the only man they see for weeks. Yeah. Months. So, it's, you know, your brain is, is a delicate thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like. So like, devotion. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if he kind of realized maybe I should find something outside of this, outside of these two. He doesn't he have a choice. W- he though. wouldn't have had to kill himself on that planet. <laughs> Wait, Jonas. They're not the only two women in the universe. Yeah. yeah but. That's just infatuation, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. Um, it could be put in men and women. Exactly. We all feel that way. Yeah, but, but I feel like that's kind of a debate that I've always had in my head of whether each Well, it's a good... This is a good, like, window into it, though, yeah. because you're seeing, like, a lot of really confused feelings in it. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's really confusing. Devotion is a confusing song. Yeah. Like, what the hell are they feeling, uh-huh. you know? Um, Maria, like, oh my God, I love him so much, but also I've been seeing this other guy now because you didn't love me the way I loved you. Yes. We're just complicated creatures. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that, like, yeah. It's a really good outline for like, yeah, this stuff is really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's the whole debate of do you chase your idea of perfection or uh-huh. do you chase, or do you stick with what you know and which, what you're already content with? Yeah. Um, but if, I mean, if he really was content, I don't think he was. He wasn't oh, content. Yeah. You know, you're to right. begin with. You're right. He was like, yeah, Maria, I know you love me. Uh, I guess I love you too. <laughs> yeah. You'll, al- you'll always be my friend. You'll always be my fr- I'll always be your friend. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, oh, tomato. Oh. They're going to be friends in some capacity. They have a kid now. They have to be. I'll oh, well, he's going to, he's dead, so. I don't give a shit about this nerd <laughs> band anyway. <laughs> Well, I, I guess the last thing I could say would be, um, you know, I'm glad that Rivers did write this and that it got released um, and it wasn't hidden away forever. Yes. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm glad it wasn't released when it was, mm-hmm. but I am super, super glad. And I, I did not it. know who was involved either. So it was really nice to see that, you know, Brian Bell is still a part of it. Matt was still a part of it. Um, Carl was a part of it. And um, Rachel, Rachel Haddon. And there's another lead, um, uh, musician. I forgot her name, but she's a part of it too. But mm-hmm. I was always loved Rachel. She was in That Dog and The Rentals. And she's always done like kind of vocals for Weezer through, you know, throughout the years. So that was really cool because I didn't know. I was like, is this all Rivers? Is he trying to do a girl voice? And then, you know, researching. I was like, oh, cool. All these people were a part of it. That's cool. Oh, how funny. Yeah. <laughs> you thought he had the, the pitch up? Yeah. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> Get out of here, Rivers. <laughs> Get wait, out of here, wait, Rivers. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So thank you, Rivers Cuomo and yeah. everyone else who was involved because exactly. you all thank did you. play a part of it. Yeah, y'all, y'all killed it. Y'all killed it. I yeah. really enjoy it now in my 30s. <laughs> so, and, and you helped... <laughs> young Anthony through some hard times. So thank you. Um, before we go, yes. I wanted to thank the person who inadvertently named this. Oh, who did it? Um, because, cause I, I had a couple of stupid ideas for the name. I wanted kids from was, the black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Kids from the black hole. That's the final one, which I love. Uh-huh. Um, I was thinking, Holy sweet pod. Damn <laughs> pod from the black hole. Come uh, in my pod. Uh, oh like, yeah. Cause the songs. Yeah. Come to my pod. Excuse me. Come into my podcast. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, hey man, what are you doing? Your pod is your business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I paid for it. I could do what I want. Um, 
But um, and so I asked the group Weezer shitposting, hey, what would, <laughs> hey, what would be a good name for a Weezer podcast? And I and I got a lot of pod themed ones like <laughs> like po- I like podcast America instead of um, Surf Wax America. Yeah, the good cast. If you want to destroy my podcast, I got a lot of like yeah. ones like that. Um, Amanda from the Weezer um, shitposting site um, warned me. She was like. Because I was thinking pods of, pod of black hole. That's cool. Songs right, of black right. hole, pod from the black yeah, hole. Yeah, right. Cool. And um, she was like, be careful because that's there's an adolescent song called Kids um, of the Black Hole. So mm. people will tune in thinking that you're talking about adolescence, mm. which is a legit point. Mm-hmm. But I also love the adolescence. <laughs> so, so why not combine the two? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So next week we'll be talking about the <laughs> unreleased adolescence album. It's a very uh, diverse podcast. <laughs> no, but but thank you, Amanda. I know you were warning against. Thank this, you, Amanda. But um, it got my. But brain he's never thinking. been one to take warnings. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Ricky, thank you so much for. Thank you, Ricky. Through. Thank you so much. Thank you, um, um, Anthony, for having me, um, asking me to do this because oh, yeah. I didn't know I even really wanted this. So. <laughs> I love talking about Weezer. Exactly. Yeah, thanks really for joining me. Like I said, this was something that I needed. Mm-hmm. I felt like I got a lot off my chest. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, we talked about some deep stuff. Yeah, deep shit. Deep shit, man. It's only going to get crazier. I know. Here oh, I Oh, shoot. Am I going to listen to Maladroit? Oh, God. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>